Hey everybody, it's Kevin Clark with Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County, Alabama. I'm really looking forward to having this great episode. I think you're going to like it. It's about what happens with a mortgage. The reality is, is that most people don't have cash to put down for the purchase of their home. I mean, they have some, but they don't have a lot. That's 10%, 20%. Some only have 3.5%, like with uh, FHA. VA, no money down, but there are closing costs, and those are things you have to prepare for. But usually, when a buyer is buying a home, they get a mortgage. And there's a whole mortgage process that usually a lot of agents and realtors sometimes don't thoroughly explain to the clients. I think it's important to. And I think that most agents try to, but I think there's a misconception about what's involved. When you're thinking about buying your home, whether it's your first home or your 10th home, you obviously want to think about, is this the right time for you to purchase? And you'll know that. It doesn't matter if it's a buyer's market, a seller's market, up, down, sideways. Whatever time is best for you, that's the time you should purchase. If you feel like you want to wait a little longer, then you feel free and you go ahead and do that. If it's to make your credit stronger, to get some bills paid off with credit cards, to get more income, maybe you're changing jobs and you want to get some time at your new job before you make the jump to purchase a home, you've got a car payment you want to pay down, all these things. You want to make sure, first off, that when you're thinking about buying a home, that you first have the right kind of credit. And the right kind of credit is the best score you can have. Generally, anything above 680 nowadays is considered a good score. Mid 700s, even better. But the reality is, you can qualify for some loans as low as in the 500s, but you'll be paying more interest rate and higher interest rate and more closing costs for points and other things to keep the rate reduced. But the reality is, if you have fair credit or good credit, you're going to be able to get a good loan. Now, interest rates have gone up, but that's just the the cost of doing business nowadays. You can sit there and wait until interest rates go down, but it could be some years from now. It's going to take time. The economy's still hot and it's growing, so obviously with low unemployment and such, you want to think about the fact that you're going to pay probably 6.5%, maybe even 7%, depending on the time of the year you're buying. But the reality is, you need to make sure you've got stronger credit. You need to have a stable job. And basically, if you're in a job that you've been at for a while and you want to be able to go and get in a loan to buy a new home, well, that's good. You want to make sure that your credit cards are paid down as best you can. If you have car payments, again, if you can avoid them, that's great. But it just whatever it is, it is what it is. And you go out and you get an application together with a lender, could be a bank, could be a mortgage broker, and you sit down with them. Hopefully they've been referred to you by your agent realtor. And you're going to sit down with that mortgage specialist and they're going to go through your credit. They're going to pull a credit report. They're going to find out what kind of down payment money you've got, what kind of savings, what your income is what your debts are and your debt-to-income ratio, meaning how much 
money do you have relative to your income? And then you're going to be able to get hopefully a pre-approval or a pre-qualification. The reality is, is that that's the first step to get that pre-qualification. So you know that based on the information you provided them up to this point with your credit, your income, your debts, and so forth, that you're going to qualify for that loan. Now, once that happens, then you're going to have a pre-qualification letter that you'll be able to send to your agent and also take with you when you go view these homes. And if they ask, your agent will provide it, the listing agent meeting will ask, are they pre-approved? And your buyer's agent will be able to show them the pre-approval. And that helps when you have competing offers because a person with a pre-approval is head and shoulders above somebody who hasn't done that yet. Now, once you've done that, you're going to go through the process of doing your due diligence, all your inspections, and all the contingencies. And what will later happen is they will do a underwriting of the loan, meaning that they'll go dig deep into your income, credit, job, your bills, your monthly overhead, your credit card debt, your payments, and so forth. And they will then do a final approval and they'll recheck your credit to make sure nothing's changed because what happens with some people is they get pre-approved for a loan and then what they do is some people I've had happen. They'll go out and they'll buy a new car. They'll go out and get all kinds of new credit to buy new furniture. They'll make some large charges or increase their debt with credit cards because they want to start buying all the things they need to be able to put in the new house, TVs and such. And some of them even change jobs. Don't do any of that. Talk to your realtor professional and talk to your mortgage broker or agent and find out what, if anything, you should do because the reality is they'll do a final underwriting check of your application. And if anything significantly has changed, you could blow up your deal. So you don't want to do that. You want to keep the status quo because you want to wait until after the closing when the loan is funded, you've moved in, and then if you want to go and get a new car, change your job, get uh, furniture for the house or appliances or so forth, that's going to be the time to do it. Not during the pendency of the closing, not while you still have an open application, once the loan is funded, you've closed, then you can reconsider that. But you got to factor in, you're going to have monthly mortgage, principal interest payments. You may have impounds. You're going to have property taxes. You're going to have property insurance. And many of those are going to be included in the loan payment amount in the form of escrows or impounds. But the bottom line is, make sure that you budget accordingly and you know when you buy this home, you'll be able to afford the monthly payments and that principal interest, taxes, and insurance, and then anything else that may come up. Because you know what? Even if it's a brand new, new construction home, things happen and you have to make repairs or do things that are necessary as a homeowner. It's different than renting. It's all on you. But the main thing you need to understand is there is an application process. There's a disclosure process to the mortgage broker or bank to find out what your financial situation is. Do you have a down payment? Do you have money for closing costs? 
Do you have all those things that are necessary to close the transaction financially? And then they're going to check your job, your stability, your credit score, which reflects your credit worthiness to be able to pay off bills when they're due on time without delinquencies and that there's the proper ratio between how much money you owe, how much money you make, and what is left over for you to pay your other bills, such as water, power, electric, gas, gas for your automobile or electric. You're going to have groceries, telephones, all the things in life you have. They're going to factor all those things in with those debt-to-income ratios, and they're going to determine if you have the credit worthiness to get a loan to buy that home. Now, once that's done, they're still going to do that final checkup on you because between the time you actually go under contract and get that pre-approval and the time you actually close could be a few weeks or a few months and things can change. And so what they do is it's called underwriting. Again, I'll tell you, They'll go through everything once again, and then once you've gotten full underwriting approval, which usually happens just for the closing, the lender will go and review all the closing costs and the closing statement. They will do a final underwriting review of your application and your credit income and so forth, and then they'll give you clear to close, which means they've approved the loan. They're going to fund it. You've probably deposited money into the title company or escrow company for the closing costs and any down payments and then they'll have the closing everything will record <coughs> excuse me and you're good to go at that point but up to them you need to maintain the status quo don't change anything and be truthful <coughs> banks don't like to be lied to so the reality is it's a simple but complicated process don't be afraid of it Excuse me. It's easy if you do it right. You have all your paperwork together. Your realtor will help you with it. Bottom line is you'll get through it just fine with a good broker for your mortgage. It'll be easy peasy. And you know what? You'll be good to go and you'll get that house you've always wanted. That's it. Thank you for always listening. Again, remember to search BaldwinCountyAL.com. If you want to call me, give me a call at 251-599-6375. I hope you're doing great. Thank you again for listening. I so appreciate you taking time out to listen to this podcast. And I will have another great episode of Decoding Real Estate in Baldwin County, Alabama, real soon. Thanks and have a great day.